For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachData. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachdata.com. Hey teachers, Bron here. Thanks so much for listening to For the Love of Teaching. Please rate and review us in the Apple Podcast app and help us to reach more teachers' ears. Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski, is a grade five teacher and professional comedian who inspires kids to love learning with his quirky sense of humour. Follow him on Instagram at Mr. D times three. This is Friday Funnies with Mr. D. Warning, this episode of Friday Funnies is not for little ears. If you've got kids with you, save this listening goodness for later. All right, welcome to Friday Funnies, everyone. I'm joined by Joe, as always. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm great, actually. We'll say great today. That's amazing. That's good. Good news. Good news. (laughs) And today we're going to share a bit of a heartwarming story from your teaching past, which Joe shared this story at our VIP event last year in December, where we, who would have thought what was going to happen last year in December? Like seriously, it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, But Joe came down to Australia and did a whole series of live shows and then addressed some of our Teach Stutter VIPs who were lucky ticket winners at our VIP um, event right before Christmas time. And you shared this adorable story that just, oh my gosh, it made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. So I've asked you to share it again for our podcast listeners who weren't able to be there on the night. Um, And it's the story of Amy, one of your past students. Yes. So Amy was uh, immediately a spitfire in my classroom. Like it was the very first day of school. She came in and she's like the nicest, sweetest, kindest student that you would ever want. Like she would, you wouldn't even ask and she would just say thank you to all the other kids. Or I I would ask her to pass back papers. She would go up to their desk and say like, I hope you're having a good day. Or just like be such a kind, sweet kid. Um, Amy also had Down syndrome. So uh, that was one of, one of her, her big setbacks in the school year. And her Down syndrome was, pretty severe so um being in fourth grade we were in fourth grade at the time she uh was up for her iep re-evaluation which is in i think it's the same in the states and the australia it's your individualized education plan yep so up for re-eval it was up for change and as the classroom teacher i was to make my suggestions for the adaptations well i thought about it and i went back into her files to really like get a full picture of who she was before she came to my classroom and i realized that when she was in kindergarten she was actually wheelchair bound and uh, now i couldn't get her to sit down so i'm like well there's a huge change there yeah. and then in second grade she was almost uh labeled as being a select mute and I was like, well, now I can't get her to shut up. Like she talks all the time. She's great. <laughs> so I thought about that and I was like, well, we're in fourth grade now. Next year's fifth grade and then it's middle school. So we have to yeah. really start to make these adaptations worth her while. So I presented at the meeting that since all these things were starting to happen, that we start weaning away from her one-on-one para. Now, not taking her away completely because I knew she still needed it, but you know, we teach in whole group and there's a lot of whole group instruction 
before you break off into your individualized settings. Right. So this is when you say para, that's what we call a teacher aid here in Australia. So did Amy have a one-on-one assistant with her? Yeah. Yep. One-on-one assistant who had been with her since kindergarten. Oh, amazing. What a great relationship. Oh, their relationship was beautiful. It was, it was literally, it was so amazing to watch those two together. However, I did know that, and the, the para, the TA agreed with me that we needed to start uh, breaking it up a little bit and weaning her away so that she wasn't so um, attached that by the time she got to middle school, it would be too much. So, yep. <laughs> so I suggested in the IEP re-eval meeting, I'm like, we should start weaning her away a little bit. And the way that I want to do it is I want Amy to sit in whole group instruction without her TA. And I would like for them to then join together after whole group so they could link together the parts that Amy missed. So Amy in turn would then teach the TA what she learned Mm -hmm. and the TA could fill in the holes. And we would go with that until we could pull back a little more and a little more. And one of the professionals in the room looked at me and said, Mr. D, I don't think you know, um, but we're actually dealing with the expectation of maybe like a Walmart greeter here. Now, for those of who you're listening who aren't familiar with Walmart, it's a very, uh, it, it has the reputation of being like a low income store. And typically there are people with special needs in, in the openings of the stores who will stop and greet you as you come in, wish you a good day, maybe check your receipt. It's just a very simple task that they can handle um, to make money to work. And I was like, you know, that's a really realistic expectation for some people. Yeah. But I'm sitting there thinking, here's this girl who's got so much life, so much personality, so much independence, and didn't always have that. You know, she didn't always have the capabilities that she had in fourth grade. So somewhere in those four years since she came into school for the first time, there has been huge strides and huge changes. Who am I to tell her what she's, what the expectation is of what she's going to be? And I started thinking, I was like, this is garbage. Our, expect, our, our, our job as teachers is not to set the bar for students, but to have them set that bar for themselves and then guide them and push them to go farther than even their own expectations and to go over that bar. Mm-hmm. And Amy had already set their, that bar for themselves. So I, being the, you, ha- you have to go along with emotions. You have to play by the rules sometimes. And this person had some seniority over with me. So I said that I'm, that's interesting that you think that ended the meeting and went on. Now I knew I'm going to do my own thing in my class. This girl needs it. And I truly believe, Bron, that especially in education, some rules might not be made to be broken, but they definitely need to be bent if you're going to do mm. right by the child. Yep. So the kids in fourth grade were just like very into the news. And it was all because Amy, because Amy's thing was the news. She loved the news. She, she would quote commercials for days. Yeah. She was super into the news. And I was like, whatever, this is nuts. So they had the kids, the final writing assignment in fourth grade was to write a, um, an S a formal science essay. And I was like, okay, well let's make it maybe about news. So Amy's super into it and the whole class is into it since they're all into this now. So I had the kids write on different biomes and ecosystems of the world. But the way I did it is I had them write their essays as a script, as if they were the reporter live in the field. Oh, cool. And it was all student run. So I had one student, I had a green screen. And then the student who was giving, who was live in the field would stand there with a microphone. I had another student filming them with a camcorder. Another student was blowing a fan in their face for wind if they wanted it. (laughs) 
Another was on a ladder dropping little pieces of white paper if they needed snow, like if they were on the mountains. (laughs) And they all came in in costumes too. Like the one girl did hers from the mountains and she was, she came in with a full fur lined jacket. She was sweating her butt off. And I was like, girl, it's June. You don't have to wear that. So which like Arjun is hot. Yes. So <laughs> Amy, when it came time to pick, she's like, I'm going to do mine on the desert. I'm like, that's the hardest one, Amy. She's like, I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then Amy went to do her presentation. She showed up and she was wearing like a desert person's hat with like the mesh. Oh, yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> and she had a spray bottle in her hand yep. and it was her time to present. And I was like, Amy, what's up with the spray bottle? And she's like, to evaporate my sweat. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was laughing so hard because it was so funny, but it was so true. And something in my mind was like, okay, this girl is learning something here. Yeah. The whole time that I taught this lesson, the whole time, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. Amy sat in whole group instruction. Okay. And then she pieced together the parts that she missed with her para. And that's how it went on. So I, the way I graded these is they would film it and I wasn't in the room and then I would watch it and I would have their script in front of me and I would, you know, assess as it was. Yeah. Now, when I was watching Amy's, it was perfect. Like she was hitting all the points. Like she was talking about everything she needed to human adaptations, animal adaptations, plant life, humanity, all of it. Yeah. And then I noticed that she did something really weird on the written part. Okay. Every, every like paragraph, somewhere in the paragraph, she would have a picture of a star, which obviously is not like correct grammar in any sense. Yep. But then I noticed every time there was a star, when she was on her screen, wherever there was a star, she would stop to make eye contact with the camera. Aww. And I was like, well, the reason that was so cool to me, Brown, yes. was because that was something that I taught very quickly in whole group instruction where she was without her para. Mm-hmm. And that's something that she extracted on her own coming to find out if I talked to the para that she just latched on to. Now, yep. I always tell my students too, Brown, I always tell them, if you're will, I'm willing to give you extra points or extra credit if you're willing to go above and beyond. And automatically they're like, well, what's above and beyond? What's above and beyond? I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. Above and beyond, when you do it, I will know. Because yeah. your above and beyond is different than yours, is different than yours, is different than yours. Which is why we can't just give one super hard bonus question at the end of a test because it's only catering to your best and brightest. It's not realistic for every student. Mm -hmm. So to me, this was Amy's above and beyond. So she did earn the extra points and extra credit and she actually got full points on the entire assignment. And that's not even with me giving any breaks or anything. That's amazing. Full points as a regular fourth grade student. And I couldn't have been more proud. So I might have made 65 copies of that rubric (laughs) and put it in that other adult's desk who didn't want to go along with what I was saying just to prove my point. But again, it just really goes to tell you, Bron, our job as teachers is so important that we understand the individual. Mm. And there's two takeaways here. A big one is sometimes the rules are not you can't break them, but you can bend them if it's yeah. actually doing right by the child and the child needs a strong advocate to change rules that have been in place for years over years that are not effective for the modern day learner. Mm-hmm. And the other is that it's not our job as teachers to tell our students what the expectation is. It's our job to allow them to create the expectations for themselves and then push them even higher than they could even possibly imagine. And that's what's going to make real change in education. Oh, Oh my gosh. I I love it. I just love it. You are so, 
you're probably one of the best teachers I know. Like, I just love that story. Oh, no and no it way. is just, um, it's so relevant and important to me at the moment because I've been having a lot of conversations with um, a special needs teacher that I know really, really well about the presumption of capability and mm-hmm. giving students with additional needs um, space to grow and by not using limiting beliefs. And like your colleague, it's very easy to fall into that pattern of limiting beliefs and saying, oh no, that child would never be able to do that. But that is not what we're here for. And that's not what teaching's about. And you mentioned before about advocacy and being an advocate for students and what their abilities are and not putting limitations on them. There's always adjustments that can be made. There's always you know, scaffolding that you can slowly pull away from them and see what they can do, see what they're capable of. So amazing. And I truly believe, I really believe that all teachers are capable of that. You know, if you really have the student in mind and it takes a lot of bravery to be a teacher because you need to be strong enough to be able to push back when you need to push back. You know, it might not be all the time, but people are going to tell you no along the way and you're not going to get the resources that you need for the students when you need them most. And as the teacher, it's not your job truly to just go with the motions as they are. It's your Mm. job to be a a servant to the student and get them what they need regardless of what it is. And it'll be hard and sometimes you'll make some enemies and there will be some pushback along the way. And you just need to know like if in your heart you're teaching with the student in mind first, then you're doing what's right. And that's all that matters. Oh, that is so great. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story of Amy and her stars. And it it just is so perfect. Thank you. I'm I'm sure we're going to warm up some people's cold hearts on a Friday. Well, it's hot where you are, but it's cold here. It's freezing. So (laughs) (laughs) I I hope that that brought some smiles. It's a very nice story. It makes me smile every time I tell it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you next Friday for another Friday Funny. Absolutely. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to this episode of Friday Funnies with Mr. D. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes.